97X. Band the future of rock and roll. Today, episode number 105. On today's show, Steffi has disdain for naked playdates at the Korean spa. Simone explores her wet bread phobia. And we read real headlines about a cart wheeling dong. And now, here are your hosts, Simone Tarkington and Stephanie Drury. Hello, Simone. How are you, dong? Dong, okay. Thank you, Stephanie. How are you, Dong? Well, last I talked to you, things were going a little, you know, not super smooth. Um, Should we update, have a psychiatric update? Yes, let's have a smooth psychiatric update. (laughs) (laughs) No, we're taking away the stigma from that word. My clock just went off. It's exactly eight. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm jealous. I want one of those. Cuckoo clocks are expensive. Okay, sidebar. How are you, Dong? Uh, I'm Dong okay. I had so all the fucking crap you read about when your baby's coming, when you're having the baby and the breastfeeding and all that shit. I hadn't read anything about what happens when you stop breastfeeding. So mm. the last few weeks I've been reducing my, my pumping and my milk production and then finally I stopped and yeah, and I just suddenly all my anxiety came back and it didn't feel like oh. all the stuff I'd done in therapy like it didn't feel like I could work. It felt physical like having a sore oh. arm or something like this just hurts. I can't think this away. You know what I mean? Like right, that's right. how it felt. I'm like I can't just psych my way out because I would feel anxiety about nothing like I'd just be like nodding Mm -hmm. off to sleep um, for a nap and just go (gasps) like just wake up tightness in the chest I'm like but I'm not thinking about anything and so yeah Mm. so it was a rough time and I had all of last week off work because of it because I was just too up and down so it was funny though because I'm you know I'm still me you know even when crisis is going on so I I texted my (laughs) friend and co-worker and I just explained what was going on and then I sent a follow-up text because it was April 1st I'm like by the way this isn't an April Fool's joke (laughs) nice oh that's funny yeah, so anyway, so I've, you know, got some medication to take when I need it, so I'm still a little on edge, but uh, yeah, and you know, just you just gotta take the pressure off, like today we were like, I'll record if I feel like it, but thinking I had to do it was just another stress on yeah. me, so Stephanie, thank you for winging it, and uh, yeah, and so it. I was like, I don't, I don't have to do that, but I want to do that, so I'm gonna Aww. do that, so we did it, so here we Aww. are, folks. So oh, goody. I'm, there. I'm definitely feeling slowly better. So, but not, not yeah. 100%. But it should take a few weeks. But yeah, I, once I looked it up, there's like all these people, like, oh, yeah, all the depression and anxiety they had after. Not everybody has it, but it's common. So, yeah. Yeah. I'm so glad that that's a thing. So you, you know, just don't feel alone in it. That's the only, I mean, I exactly. say this all the time, but I'm like, the only thing, the biggest thing that helps me is knowing it wasn't just me. Exactly. <laughs> I'm not alone exactly. In feeling that way. That alone, oh, like when I when I found that out, I felt so much better than I had been. Because Greg Googled it while I was kind of despondent on the couch. And, and it's, like, well, it's like, you need all these hormones to make milks, and then suddenly they're not, you're not using them anymore. So of course something has got to go haywire. So. Oh, yeah. 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 So, so, so that's where I'm at. But I'm, I'm Good, fine. though. I mean, you know. We're recording. <laughs> we are recording. We're doing it. And it's normal. When this so, gets yeah. I don't know, but. <laughs> <laughs> well, would talking about Sonic Youth stress you out, or shall we move on? <laughs> kind of. Well, <laughs> so we didn't get any feedback about people's feelings about Sonic Youth, so I'm hoping that just means indifference. But um, yeah, so when I was editing the show last week, I put the one song I really like, Bull in the Heather, on there. I'm like, great. And then we were still talking about it, so I put Sugarcane, which I thought I liked, but while it was playing, it started annoying me. It's like, this is a song I thought I liked, and I was getting, it's like, it's really long and really shitty, and I was just like, oh, fuck this. I, mean, I don't know if I cut it off or what I did, but yeah, it was pissing me off while I was editing it. 
<laughs> and I was like, this is me trying to like just positively add it to That's the show. Hilarious. I liked it. Yeah, so I thought that was, a, that was a funny little addition. I just want to add, you, you commended some of my, my musical choices, but last mm. week when I was talking about the pasta sauce saga continuing, mm. this is one of my, I think one of my best song choices ever, and, and I just got to mention, I just got to pat myself <laughs> on the back. <laughs> so I had, since I don't have you, uh, the cover by Guns N' Roses playing about, you know, me not having my pasta sauce. Do you know what album that song is on? Me? Do I know? Yeah. Yeah. Is it Use Your Illusion 2? No. It's <laughs> The Spaghetti Incident. Oh, that's, how, that's how little I know about Guns N' Roses. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The Spaghetti Incident. The Spaghetti Incident. So that was like... I don't have you. Dual meaning perfect. for that one. Yeah, yeah. It was perfect song choice I think I've ever had. So, okay. But anyway, but Do the good have... news, people. Ten jars have arrived. I have ten <laughs> jars. They came. It wasn't a mistake. The, the, the order was completed. It's here. I go back to the website. There's nothing there. I clean them out. I have ten jars. It's so, so great. Awesome. I've only eaten half of one so far because now I'm going to eat it slowly. But but thank you, listener Christine. <laughs> for Once she once she found that jar, like got me searching again, you know, where I thought all hope had been lost. And that's when I found this again. So that really helped kickstart it in the way. So anyone, if you still find it, let me know. But I've got ten for now. So I really feel like I can, you know, ride off into the sunset with this now. So... <laughs> uh, uh, okay, how long do you think these are going to last you? This is what I'm well, actually really curious about. <laughs> I have a real problem with hoarding food where I like something so much that I get lots of it, especially coming back from Australia. And then I have mm -hmm. so much where I think, oh, oh, I've got to save it. I've got to save it. And I get into that mode so I don't eat it freely. And then it goes bad. So uh, uh, I'm not going to let that happen. This is a common problem. Greg's got a real issue with me and my chocolate hoarding. So um, chocolate I'm not going to let hoarding. that happen this time. Yeah, but the, I'm trying to lose weight. So it's not a good time for me to be eating pasta. <laughs> so, oh, that's funny. Like, I wanted to have it like during this week because I only had half of the first jar because um, I only use half per meal. And then uh, it's like, oh, I don't want to eat spaghetti, but I want to eat it and I have it. But I know it lasts okay. a really long time. So, yeah, this I think is this what I would do. Me. I would eat it straight from the jar like peanut butter or ice cream. That's <laughs> yeah. probably what I would end up doing. That's kind of what I end up doing anyway. Like when I'm finished the meal, all the stuff that's at the bottom, like I lick the bowl. Like I just like lick every <laughs> last bit of it up, you know. I've been doing this for 15 years. I, it, 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 I love it that much. <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah. Um, when you were talking about Guns N' Roses a second ago, it reminded me of when we were driving from, I think it was Chapel Hill to Raleigh or something, um, uh -huh. after a Neil show, and we were listening to um, November Rain, like super loud, and yeah. I just remember it was a really hot night, and we had all the windows down, it was super hot, and Greg is like, what does this song even mean? And you go, it means that nothing lasts forever, even cold November rain. I think it's pretty obvious. <laughs> That's like one of my more favorite things I've ever heard on a road trip. Oh, it's so great. Because he's like trying to shame you for liking the song and you're like <laughs> shaming him back for not getting the obvious the meaning premise. of it. What does it mean? What does it mean? <laughs> Self-explanatory. <sighs> Such crap. So good. <laughs> so I have an unfortunate update about the World Vision saga, in which yes. I I said on the last episode that World Vision is this Christian world relief organization where they give food and medical care to impoverished people, and they keep their cr Christian agenda more on the down low, but Christians love it and support it. So. Um, a few weeks ago, when they announced that they were going to start hiring gay people, then. 10,000 people ended up dropping their sponsorships of these children. Oh, well, you didn't and have so a number last time. It was 10,000. 10, That's the number that I, that is out now. And so wow. the very next day they reversed their decision and said, oh, we're sorry. You know, we're going to not hire gay people now. Like, kind of scrambling in an effort to say, you know, to try to save the, the money situation. But then they ended uh. up pissing both groups off. Like, I'm really pissed off now that they went back on it. And all yeah, the, yeah. you know, people who are against equal marriage are really pissed off that they even considered it, you know? So. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, n n no one wins. Oh. <laughs> it's really it's bad. Totally, it's so, so fucked. But I mean, like, at least the people who are pro 
gay marriage probably didn't pull their sponsorship because they they were pissed in the first place that they were using yeah. essentially starving children as pawns in their fucking political game. Yeah. So at least they would. I don't think they would. They would have just been pissed off. I don't think they would have lost more sponsors. So because that would have just been just as fuck. But but I had this thought about about that whole thing, right? Because you're really pissed off at the Christians for essentially letting people starve for their agenda, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And um. Uh, and you know, and then you and others like you're all pissed off at the Christians for they have the power to help these children, and they're using it for their for their political gain and to make mm-hmm. their bullshit point and their fucking crazy ideas. But and this is a serious, serious question. But for people, and I don't know how well you fall into this category, but for people mm-hmm. who really believe in God as being this this power, this you know, omniscient power omnipotent power that can do anything he has more power than the christians to feed the starving children and he's not doing it so i'm sort of like if you feel that way about god shouldn't you be angry at god the way you're angry at christians for fucking over the starving children because theoretically god would have more power than the christians who are just idiots obviously they have much more ill-equipped compared to God. Do you know what I mean? This is I, this is oh, a yeah. sincere, sincere question, not a gotcha from the atheist type question, but it's a I feel like it's a it's a real I see I see a, a very sort of similar proposition here like okay, we're mad at the people who are using their power to starve children. Oh, and what about this guy who's got even more power and letting the children starve? Right. You know what I mean? Oh yeah. Well, yeah, that's if anyone's thinking, if they have faith and they're thinking, then they're going to be really mad. Yeah. <laughs> like a lot but of the he, time. Yeah. Like, but does that make you mad terrible. at God? Do you think God? Why are yes. you specifically yeah, fuck at him. God? I tell him fuck yeah. you every day, or yeah. her, or yeah. whoever. And I'm like, yeah. yeah. And I, I'm like, I don't believe in you. You know. <laughs> so yeah. I, I say that every single day. That's just me. But yeah. I, ugh, yeah, I'm doing the OBGYN clinics at work, and there are so many refugees who are have female circumcision and you know there's so much sexual assault and there's so many chemically addicted addicted pregnant women whose babies are going to be born addicted and will be taken away and placed in the foster care system where they have you know really poor chance at anything really and it's absolutely absolutely horrible to see all that yeah so i think that these people without they, they think they have faith, but they actually don't if they're not engaging any anger or any critical thought in all of this. I think that it's yeah, just yeah. kind of a blinders up and survival mode. Like, like I've built the scaffolding around myself to where I can't let myself think any other way. And that's just how it's yeah. going to be. And I'm going to deny everything. So Yeah, yeah. Because I saw some <sighs> of that, like I saw on those, on the... Um after we talked about that listening Eugene posted a comment on Dongtini which you posted on Stuff Christian Culture Lives which ended up in a long long thread because I don't get involved in those too often but since I knew something was going on I went over there but um but yeah, but somebody was like, let God, you know, sort it out. Do you know what? Like with the organizations, it's like, that's just more middleman bullshit. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. why you, why, I, I don't understand where you're, where people's thinking stops like, short. You're, you you want think, God well, to intervene, but yeah. he's going to, he's going to intervene at the, at the corporate level. He's not going to intervene like at the, yeah. at the human level. You know what I mean? Just get yeah. it done. I just, I, there's, there's such a block there that's, that's saying, yep, yep, this can be done, but it's going to be done in all these you know subversive ways you know it's just i don't yeah i don't i don't i I struggle to see where people's faith can survive those kinds of questions if you're really asking those questions so yeah i don't understand where a lot of them come from and it, right. what helps me is to think, you know, in five or ten years, they might think completely differently. Yeah. <laughs> and, and then I could understand better, but maybe I'll never understand. But it's, yeah, yeah it blows. Yeah. Well, I think a lot of it comes in just, uh, I think what people want to believe, and this, I mean, and this goes in all kinds of people, whatever it may be, you know, if you, if you want to believe that Michael Jackson isn't a pedophile, you know, people, I think that shapes the information you take in and how you process mm-hmm. information, you know. There was somebody else on there like, I like to think God is love. It just sounded yeah. like such a wishy-washy, yeah. like, let's just ignore everything because God is love. You know, it just it just yep. sounded to me so dismissive of everything and just it is. whitewashing 
over reality, you know, and I, I actually gave a lengthy, polite, but lengthy rebuttal to that because it really pissed me off. <laughs> that, yeah, you know, seriously. Just, yeah. But, you know, but I felt like, I mean, I might seem like the jerk in that situation, but I felt like that's rude to, like, dismiss so much stuff to just say, I don't know, I, I like to think of God as love. Uh, <laughs> well, yeah, I would like to think that, too, <laughs> motherfucker. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's just that whole Liberace is a confirmed bachelor kind of thing. Exactly. <laughs> Despite all evidence to the contrary. I, I don't want to believe oh that he's God, anything that... other than a straight, single male. Yeah, that is such a perfect analogy. I'll just leave, leave it right there. <laughs> 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 just equate a God to the <laughs> Every day wear one thing that scares you. We have on the document that there has been a guitar invented called <laughs> the Wayne Caster. <laughs> Fender's limited edition. <laughs> Are you the one who found this link? No, I. somebody gave it to me, and then I think Miss Stacy gave it to both of us again. That's so, right. Yeah, it's been, yeah we've, had it, we've had it thrown at us a few times. I, I love that people come to us with these things, and... Yeah, it's really fantastic. So yeah, I was well, I was delighted to see it. But yeah, so like the the balls make up the body of the guitar, <laughs> and then the shaft of the cock make up the neck of the guitar. The and then and then the the head just makes sort of like where the tuning knobs go. So um, yeah, it's pretty fantastic if you're into dongs as we are. <laughs> <laughs> if you like dongs and music, you'll yes. love the Fender Wayne um, did, has everyone sent you links to the Saturday Night Live dong song that was on last week? They no. might know you're not a big SNL fan, but I had people saying, I hope you're watching SNL tonight. I hope you're watching SNL. And I'm like, this has to be something about dongs. And sure enough, <laughs> there's like a big girls, you know, anthem about dongs all over the world. So wow. I'll put that. I, I quite enjoyed it myself, but I mean... I can I don't enjoy know what you'll think. isolated moments from SNL, and just as a whole show, I think it's terrible. Just yeah, brutal. it's you know not what I mean. I think that show was. should be like fifteen minutes every week, just fifteen minutes, <laughs> and then it would totally be fine. Did. It would be totally fine if it was just like fifteen minutes, like Tim and Eric or some Adult Swim show, just a fifteen-minute oh. show. Boom, boom, boom. That was hilarious. Seriously. Good on those people, but just like oh, they don't want to stop. God, some bad shit. But, yeah, yeah, the the weekend update is so excruciating every single time. I can't yes, handle it. So I know. Anyway, and I always watch it having bad like, some SNL. Sort of hope for it, and I'm like, oh, no, it sucks again. But they really hit this dong song out of the park. So we'll okay. put it at dongtini.com. Well, I can't fucking wait. <laughs> all to enjoy. So um, speaking of being cranky. Yes. There was an article, was this on Huffington Post, about yes. being sensitive. Yes. And, and before um, we continue talking about Huffington Post, we do want to stress <laughs> that we don't take Huffington Post seriously. As like, in this case, for any kind of you mental health You speak for yourself. News. It's like the Guardian. It's, <laughs> Just uh, kidding. I, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Huffington Post is like posting um, anti-vaccine... So. Um, uh, articles, you know, they're fucking idiots. So they're not my place for medical news. However, this list I thought really resonated with me. So, you know, I thought we should share and discuss. Well, I think it explains our problem with certain words and um, just sounds. Like, I don't like people whistling. And that's, you know, makes me sound like a horrible monster because that's just a happy, nice old man thing to do. But it really kind of bugs me if I what hear someone randomly. you mean when somebody like wolf whistles like across the street? No, no. I mean like when whistling a just... tune. Oh, wow. You are a cunt. <laughs> I know. But I'm wow. just kind of like, okay, we get it. You're all happy and carefree. Da, da, da. You would have really hated this period I had in my life. Where I just sort of be like, um, yeah, so I'm just gonna do that and I'll go down the shops and then I'll come back. I, see it still I would just say a random thing. Okay, well that's thing. funny though. Yeah, but I that's would just funny. do it. I, it was just totally unconscious, but I just, you know, say fish talking and just. <laughs> just one note? Just one note! 
And I was doing what it, doing it. What I've always it. wanted to do is be able to whistles, whistle on my S's like the beaver from Winnie the Pooh cartoons. Uh -huh. <laughs> so I tried to do it for, for a really long time and I never could. <laughs> Absolutely. Like, I just would love to be able to do that. I know, that would be totally fun. Ugh. <laughs> That's almost better. <laughs> but my dad, my dad loved it, and then he pointed it out to me, and then I became, I noticed it. Like I didn't notice I was doing it, and then I stopped doing it, and then he kept bemoaning the fact that he had pointed it out. It's like, oh, I wish I never said anything, because now you don't do it anymore. I think I was doing this when I was about seventeen, eighteen. Just really finish funny. a sentence and. Why would you do that? I don't know. That's so awesome. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> it's like kind of like an ominous sound, like like the cue the dark music that something bad's going to happen almost. Yeah, yeah, so. yeah. Uh, but yeah, but with the sounds, like I get like I heard a fire truck yesterday or today, and I can just feel mm -hmm. my blood boiling because it's so loud. And motorcycles, mm -hmm. they just make me really upset, you know. Like it passes, <laughs> but it just comes over me like this wave of fury that you know. And like you know, motorcycle, I find extra annoying because I feel like this is just a needless noise because this guy's trying to show how big off. his dick is with his big fat exhaust well fuck you we are hurting my ears <laughs> fire engine is like obviously going to an emergency you know like that came to me on my on quincy's birthday but you know i yeah you know, i it just annoys me the sound it's like the same with the sneezing like i it doesn't matter that the sound is legitimate if it's really loud right. like that I, I can't it really upsets me to my core so but that, as i said with this whole understanding that these are sort of traits of sensitive people it makes me feel okay for feeling that way and, uh, and then i'm like free to be annoyed by it because i just feel like that's how i react to it but it doesn't mean that i have to stop all sirens and sneezing so i feel like yeah the, the, it's good for understanding how these things work yeah so um i feel a little less guilty for it yeah what else was there on the list there are a few things uh other things jumped out at me oh it says it takes them longer it takes longer for them to make decisions do you feel you have that yeah problem? i don't i'm i'm pretty decisive i'm like nope right. i don't want to do that like like when i picked out my wedding stuff like i picked out my dress in one day i knew what color i wanted the dress to be like the florist was freaking out that i knew exactly what flowers i want like that right you know i guess i picked i picked david pretty quick too yeah 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 <laughs> so anyway i just i'm kind of like nope i'm just this is the easiest way i think but i think i can be very decisive like if uh if i see the bright thing that's just like yes this is it but if i have things that are kind of close or if there's a lot weighing on on the choice, do you know what I mean? Like it's a big choice, like say whether to move or something. You know what I mean? Or yeah. I I can't. I will try and pass that on to other people. Like I can't. I, I hate to be the one to make the final choice on something major like that because I, I think I fear the responsibility that comes with it and just and I'm in constant turmoil of what if, what if, what if. I mean, I'm the kind of person yeah. that feels I still like say something great happened and it almost didn't happen like just by coincidence or whatever oh, you just happened yeah. to bump into somebody or something just happened to work out and it was amazing I will ponder the closeness of it not like really feel feel oh, that was so bad that nearly didn't happen like that really stays with me you know so I, I think I have these fears of, of, of the bad things and so obviously if it's something yeah. where I can make the decision um, I'm very very much afraid to, to, to make that decision, you know, when there could be bad consequences for that. So, yeah. Yeah, I'd rather not know. <laughs> yeah. See, but my, like, my wedding dress, I picked bachelor. my wedding dress on the, I picked my wedding dress on the first, the first day, like you. I just yeah. My mom was ready to walk, walk up and down town every bridal show. My mom was no. too. Yeah. She's like, are you like, sure? Are yeah, you sure? Yeah, yeah. And I was like, nope, this is it. This is perfect done it was like a three thousand dollar dress but they had the sample on the rack that they were selling so it was only like oh. 500 bucks and they're like oh well oh, it, it doesn't it doesn't quite fit maybe we should make you a new one and i'm like it fits perfectly you just need to take it up like an inch so they were like yeah. oh that's awesome yeah, yeah. so fits. yeah we got it, it was like a three thousand dollar dress that was like yeah just, uh, uh, great <laughs> <laughs> 
just so getting like, it because oh, it's cheap. Really easy bride. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh man. Oh man. Um, what else was on the list that I thought was uh, interesting? Um, oh yeah, it says they're more prone to depression or anxiety. I'm like, well, duh. That's for damn sure. <laughs> We feel more deeply. Uh, isn't that what sensitive means? Yeah, um, yeah. Okay, here's another one. They prefer to exercise solo. That's true for me. Yeah, the idea I don't of exercising like in a group does, isn't even like... I doesn't, I, when I saw that, I'm like, oh, people do that? Like, they just want to go and, like, work <laughs> out together? Like, I would, unless they were playing a team sport, I wouldn't understand that. Yeah. It's yeah. only okay with Richard Simmons. <laughs> yeah, that's totally true. That's... that's <laughs> <laughs> I liked they have above so average much. manners. Um, so, because um, I feel like I have very good manners. And um, and it also <laughs> said that, um, let's say, uh, for instance, highly sensitive people may be, may be more aware where their cut is at the grocery store, not because they're afraid someone will steal something out of it, but because they don't want to be rude and have their cut blocking right. the person's way. And I'm like so like that. That's you know, my. I'm always, yes, I'm always, like, it's like to keep a paranoia of mine. Yeah, so yeah. It's like, I'm thinking, then that's why I think I get so easily upset and annoyed when I see other people being so complacent about that. But again, this is good to know that not everyone's seeing the world the way I see it. You know what I mean? That not everybody sees yeah. like these things in the way as such bad things as I do. You know, just because I'm making the effort to stop it from being everyone else's way, it doesn't mean that that's you know how everyone else is going to function. So, so if I've if I've noticed that I'm like in someone's way at the grocery store like at you know like standing you know somewhere where i had no idea someone was behind me it will bother me the rest of the day yes <laughs> I'm yes like really embarrassed yeah and i'm <laughs> and always like, like at the register when i'm like putting my change in i'm always like grabbing everything and getting like down to the far corner like if i need to shove more things into my purse because i'm like i don't want to be in everyone's way while i organize my cash you know so i get out of the yeah. way or i'll move somewhere else and just and and leave because I can't stand like people waiting on me because I'm there. So yeah, yeah. And I tr I've tried to let go of it, but it's really hard for me to do it. You know, it is hard because yeah. they're judging you. Like we we would be judging them. Yes, I would hate their fucking guts. I would be slitting their fucking throat with the fucking conveyor belt divider if I could. <laughs> Why do I love those dividers so much? Like all my life, I've loved those dividers. Just the, I've been jealous of the person, the cashier, who gets to slide them down to the end. Like, it looks really fun. I have to say, when I first worked, my first job was at a supermarket, and I was really excited about um, oh. operating the belt. And uh, yeah, we had a little pedal, and I was like really happy, like to operate the belt with the pedal. And then how yeah. do you do it? Is there a pedal? Well, did you say? Or, oh. There used to be a pe there used to be a little pedal, and then um, they changed it as like a little laser. So that's why the food will move on the belt, and then when it touches the laser, the, the laser knows to stop the belt when there's an obstruction. So, um, yeah. But that's why if, the, if they don't have the little dividers there, and there's nothing on the belt, it'll just keep rolling and rolling because nothing's blocking the laser. So, there you go. <laughs> now I know the <clears throat> behind the music. Tricks. <laughs> So on the subject of um, of, uh, of uh, being sensitive and all that kind of thing, so I've talked about this before about having low self-esteem, and do you, have you categorized, you've categorized yourself as having low self-esteem as well? Have you not? God, yes. Yeah, but and I've always thought I did too, and I've been thinking more about it, and I was really realizing some of this in therapy. But I realized that I actually, I think I've confused having low self-esteem and being insecure. So I feel yeah. like, I think, I think I'm pretty awesome. I think I'm funny and I think I'm smart and I think I'm a nice person. Do you know what I mean? These are traits that I hold dear and I, I feel confident in these things, that they are true. My problem is that it's the whole if a tree falls in the woods and nobody's there to hear it did it really make a sound if i meet somebody and they don't i don't get to express these things but they don't know these things about me and that's where i feel bad that's where i'm insecure yeah, yeah. i feel like i'm awesome and you don't know it and then i that, so you think i'm i'm a loser but i'm not because i'm great and i have these things about me but you don't know it I, and i realize it's it's actually not low self-esteem 
it's this different type of insecurity where I'm not comfortable, mm. you know, and, and, and it's a weird control thing. Like I'm trying to make sure that everybody knows this, this and this about me. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. So, I totally understand. Yeah. 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 But it's just, it just cause I've always char- categorized it, uh, um, characterized it as um, low self-esteem but I realize it's not you know and Greg's like who, who would you who would you want to be I was like I don't want to be anyone else I'm, I'm happy with 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 who I am and how I conduct myself and how I and I how I try to improve myself you know what I mean like I'm not just mm-hmm. stagnant sitting on my laurels like I'm so great but it's like I'm, I'm somebody who's actively trying to stay on top of things which makes me feel good you know so um, yeah so I thought yeah it's just I, I completely sort of changed my perspective on it but I think knowing that will help me how I deal with it you know what I mean and thinking I need yeah, to pump totally. myself up so I don't need to pump myself up I feel okay about myself I need to be at peace with how I'm perceived that's what yes. I need to that's what I need to that's- be you know what that might be causing some anxiety too because yeah. that's like a lot of control that we have to relinquish exactly <laughs> exactly huh yeah huh so i thought i'd share that with people because i think i think i definitely used to have low self-esteem when i was younger i didn't think mm-hmm. i was was you know i was all much of anything but i don't i don't feel like that anymore and it's just this this, this different thing and yeah um, yeah but just yeah now i can i feel like i can approach it differently and and you know, obviously, if, if I was going on at, at trying to pump myself up, I was going about going at the wrong thing because it's not really what the problem was. So yeah, yeah. So oh, that's a good that. realization. People, yeah, yeah. It's a major realization, but I think it's useful, and I it thought is. I'd share it because other people might think, "Hey, I, I like myself too," and they maybe they find they have a, a similar a similar concern, and that's really what's bothering them. So yeah. Oh, that's good. Yeah. Huh. That's the one thing I like about getting older. Well, actually, I like a lot of things about getting older, and I don't want to be younger. I honestly don't, because I feel like that sort of stuff was so much more prominent. And each year it goes by, like, that kind of stuff gets less important. And I'm like, yeah, by the time I'm 80, I'm going to be hilarious, because I just (laughs) won't care. (laughs) Oh, my God, today, I don't know if you saw, I tweeted this, but I was, you know, walking to work, and I was waiting to cross the street, and it's a, you know, really busy street. And this guy who I recognized as a psych patient, who we see a lot, he he just plowed into traffic, walking, just walked straight across the super busy traffic street, and everyone's honking at him and stopping, and he's so casual, and he said really calmly and hatefully to each car that honked at him, he goes, fuck you, and just kept on walking, and it was so <laughs> awesome, and I'm like, oh... Oh, I'm so jealous of, of whatever your condition is that I like, do not to care right now because that was really, really rad. I'm so jealous of whatever your condition is. I love it. <laughs> so by the time we're old, we really won't care. Yeah, yeah. So do you have a special dong in the news? I do have dong in the news. Am I to um, understand? Listener Paul Barnes. Uh, tweeted this uh, to us. Um, I forget if it was at me directly or at Dongtini. But anyway, um, this guy sent in a job application, a resume job application, and a dick pic! And a dick pic! (laughs) (laughs) I must not have seen this yet. Ironically, the man was applying for a position at Texas Workforce Solutions, a company devoted to preparing clients for the workplace. (laughs) (laughs) Sir, you are not ready to work here yet. Yeah, yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah, he got, the person who received it um, reported it, so he got a a ticket for obscene display or distribution. A ticket? Yeah. (laughs) They can yeah. ticket people for those now? I guess so. He sent it from his personal email. But um, oh, Amazing. So there was that. And, uh, and on the subject of dick pics, so my uh, somebody I know sent me a, um, uh, a dick pic during the week. Well, not, not, not their own dick pic, a dick pic that she had received. So um, And she sent it to me telling me that uh, it looked like a branch. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Crooked? Skinny. It's just it's just kind of straight and the way it's pointing up and the shape. But the best part is that he's taken it 
with a neutral background. Like it's just a white <gasps> wall with a shadow cast on it. And uh, <laughs> a lot of negative space. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's For no just scale. you can really see its smoothness. There's no hand gripping it or anything. It's just I think it's just pointing straight up. So I'll send you a photo to you. But um anyway, but it was just like this was somebody she had gone on one date some time ago and she wasn't really feeling it. So she wasn't talk you know, she kinda lost touch with him and then he wanted to get reacquainted. So then he uh, sends it to her. Um, he just he's trying to get reacquainted, and then like chats to her, and then sends her this, and he's like, "I'm just trying to get your attention. Like, what are you doing?" Well, mission accomplished. Jeez. Yeah, yeah. I think she's wrote back like, "You don't have to do that to get my attention." And um, <laughs> and I was talking to my other friend yesterday and talking about dick pics, and just uh, like these guys will just randomly send them, and then she'll just. Right and dot dot dot, and then they're like, "Okay, your turn." It's like, what kind of a trade is that? Okay, that's how I think it kind of tends to work. Like they're hoping that you're drunk enough or whatever to go. Okay, I guess it's my turn now. Oh, Very predatory. Predatory. <laughs> so tragic. And clever. And they want to come. Tragic it too. is another word. <laughs> so, um, ladies, but from everyone I I'm talking to, I want to do response. more pulling. Oh, sorry, I just want to finish. Anyone who's getting dick pics sent to them, single ladies, please comment at dongtini.com. I want to know more about yes, like the lead up to this, this dick pic. Like, you know, was it just an innocent conversation and suddenly dick pic just appears? You know, because it just, it, that's what it's sounding like to me. And it's not even like these women are offended by dongs. I'm certainly not offended by dongs. I'm just sort of annoyed and just aghast at the just the desperation and the tragedy of the dick pic like that, you know? So, yeah, I want to know more about your dick pic stories. Because us married ladies don't get very many. Yeah, unfortunately. Have, Especially when you reply, ha, 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 yeah. to them like I do. <laughs> There's a special Wi-Fi name. Okay, yep. So there's your this, news. this is a store. It's like a children's boutique in uh, in Park Slope um, in New York City, mm-hmm. and um, it's called Lulu's. And they have uh, they do haircuts and things for, for children. And I guess one of the neighbors nearby resents this boutique, so they named their Wi-Fi. So if you're in Lulu's and trying to like mm-hmm. look at the Wi-Fi. That, you know, you see all the nearby Wi-Fi. So mm-hmm. <laughs> one of the nearby uh, residents uh, has named their Wi-Fi um, <clears throat> um, Lulu's Anal Bleaching for Kids. <laughs> oh, oh, that's so awesome. Yeah, yeah. And so, Lulu is the name of that app for reviewing men. Oh, yeah, <laughs> we were that's talking right. about a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. Yeah, but in this case, it's like oh this God. kid's boutique. So, and she's trying to get the police on it, and she's tried to call Time Warner Cable, and nobody can help her, and they don't know who's doing it. So what's Time Warner Cable doing? It's like this is something you name in your house, on your router, once you have it. You know, it's not... So, yeah. Uh, yeah, police involved, but nothing's doing. So, yeah. Lulu's police involved? <laughs> thing that you have on Liz I'm very excited about. As you can see, I put three exclamation points after it. Yes. <laughs> the damn squirrels, you know that bread I put out for the ducks or somebody sweep it up? I do know that Meadow stepped into some soggy bread in her bare feet. Should have heard it. I am so curious. Okay, backing up. Simone, if you don't know this already, has a phobia of wet bread. Um, if you if she experiences bread that is wet, if she even has to see it, her reaction is very visceral and very entertaining. <laughs> and and you will get that bread away from her really quick. So she said on Twitter the other day that if she had known how much wet bread she would be coming into contact with as a mother, she would never have gone off birth control. So I want to hear some wet bread tales from the source. Oh, well. uh, I want to know what exactly you're encountering and in what capacity, and do you have to touch it, and, and do you scream? Yeah, it's like, okay, so what it is now, it's not even that much now, and I think what I'm more afraid of now is that I, the future, 
there's gonna be more bread, ah. more spit. So now I'm just feeding him like these little rice puffs, you know, and rice cakes and things. But you know, he's yeah. learning to feed himself. So he'll put it in his mouth and then one might fall out and then it falls into his bib pocket and it's all fucking wet. And then I have to clean uh -huh. it. Or I'm picking it up, oh it's on the on the on the um it's falling out of his mouth and it's just in the high chair. So I have to pick it up, it's all this wet bread. I'm like touching wet bread. And it makes me feel so sick, I just <laughs> shudder when I have to touch it, you know? And half that fear uh -huh. is like I hate it while it's happening, and the other half is that I know this is just the beginning of wet bread and other weird more bread experiences with the kid i almost feel like it's something i feel like say greg can you do this i can't handle it like oh it's so gross because the pocket you have to scoop it out with your hand if it falls into the bib pocket you know it is really disgusting i hate I don't it so even much have a problem with wet bread but I, yeah that is disgusting see it's disgusting you do find it disgusting it was really funny because the other day um greg just randomly decides to start ribbing me about wet bread and he starts googling wet bread fear oh, and no. then finds all these other people just like i just i, I don't know i just really hate wet bread and this, you can just find all these people talking about it on message boards here and there it just comes up about how much they hate it you know and apparently there's a video on youtube which i am not going to watch where them some guys are in a locker Ooh. room and the guy hates wet bread and then they like put a wet oh. sandwich on the ground near him and he freaks out oh that's really mean <laughs> Ugh, and this idea makes me sick and it's weird like when I think about there's different types of wet bread but like when it's like a sandwich has been outside in the rain I think of the water being cold <laughs> and then I think somehow oh, see my yeah. brain goes there my brain goes into like biting into it and then I imagine cold oh, water rushing out of the yes, out of the that right bread into, into my mouth and <laughs> then it just, I don't know why would I think that nobody's making me eat that fucking sandwich hate it that, it's like, <laughs> but the but the kicker is that i love to dip bread into soup so um, oh. it's different i feel like the soup is a whole thick thing you know what i mean it's other broth it's sometimes just plain water you know how when you would try and drink play with your tea set when you were a kid and you would put just water yeah. and sugar in it because you're trying to make something out of nothing <laughs> it's like that like water and bread why is this happening this is lame this is bad this is wrong I don't know. I think it all goes back to the schoolyard and when it would rain and there were sandwiches oh. left by kids. Oh, and then when like someone stood on a sandwich and like, you know, they've sort of skidded it so it's like spread out onto the pavement. I hate that. <laughs> I can't say I've ever seen that, but it doesn't sound good. No, it's awful. A super into bread. Oh, bad. Oh, and people like yeah, okay, how do you shoot? They do? That's really mean. I know. Do they? Okay. <laughs> so much rather get a dick pic than a wet bread pic. Me too. How do you feel? <laughs> How do you feel about bread bowls for soup? I'm fine with it. Soup and I've, bread, I'm fine with. I, I, I'll eat a bread bowl, no problem. Okay, because yeah. it gets really soggy though. Is I mean, yeah, even I don't mind I'm the soggy. Kind of, when I have Weetabix, huh. I like soak the Weetabix. Like I should pull the milk. Yeah, I like soak it's it, so let Australian. it like completely soak it up, and then in Australia it's just wheat bix, and then in England it's Weetabix. So and here they only have the Weetabix. So it turned out I left my country to shame, and I actually prefer Weetabix because they're more absorbent. That's why I like the Weetabix more. So it's weird because it's like milk, and I don't mind. But then. <laughs> There was this one time I had I, a bowl of cereal and I nearly finished it and I was like I started to add water you know just so to put it in the sink and I, I was like I should finish that but I'd put a bit of water in it already so then I like tried uh -oh. to I tried to like sip it you know like the milk remaining milk and cereal <laughs> but I'd already put water in it and I just started fucking gagging just fucking gagging I was just like oh yes. oh oh it was bad. <laughs> And, and I wrote a blog about wet bread, which I probably talked about before. But um, while I was while I was oh, researching the blog, uh, yes, we must. There was a girl who said um, her kids she gets grossed out by wet, soggy cereal left in the bowl, like by her kids, and she has to hide it with a paper towel and let her husband deal with it. <laughs> awesome. See, you're not yeah, alone. I'm not alone. Oh. It's a thing. So my thing with okay. Uh, first, okay, let me back up <laughs> even farther. Whenever girls talk about getting together for a girls' night, I get a little bit like, uh, girls' night. But then I'm excited because girls' night. But there's something about calling it a girls' night. Okay, that's A. Yes. B, I feel like everyone here likes to suggest going to the Korean spa. 
Is this an LA thing or is that a Seattle thing? Because everyone wants to go, but the thing is you have to be completely naked just for a shower cap. No! And they're like, oh, it's okay, because you're wearing a shower cap and you feel really anonymous. And How I think can you I'll feel, feel like anonymous? a concentration camp worker. Unless the fucking shower cap covered your fucking face and this is like a ski mask <laughs> shower cap, I would not feel fucking anonymous. Exactly. Why do I want to go and Thank be naked around my friends? I don't want that. It's not, this was suggested uh, once, like, but not as a girls' night. More like, let's just go to the spa and relax, kind of thing. Not like a girls' night. I don't understand this at all. I would go if I didn't think I knew anybody. But this is like groups of women going. Oh yeah, that one's great. I love going there. Yeah, let's go all together. <laughs> I think it's kind of weird. This is so much so weird. Carrie, communal nudity. I, yeah, and they go, oh, it's really beautiful to see all these bodies on display, all these different Gross. kinds of bodies. It's so Seattle, I, I think. But um, So I was telling Carrie the other night that someone wanted to go to, to the spa, and she goes, not that fucking Korean spa again. Oh, and she goes, I think I think that if you absolutely don't want to be naked, they'll let you wear a modesty romper, but I don't modesty even want to do that. A <laughs> <laughs> modesty romper? Yeah. <laughs> I have this. I bought myself a treat of a of a trip to a spa, and I, you know, like after I'd had the baby, and then I was looking at it the other day, and it's like no bathing suits in the spa. Like I think you can use it in the steam rooms, but uh. not in the spa. Like I don't want to be naked around. Even if I just go without friends, I would. I mean, I was always planning to go by myself just to relax. Yeah. Now I'm like, I don't want to fucking go. Keep my twelve dollars group on. I hate this. So it's <laughs> pretty good. Twelve dollars. Yeah, but I just, oh, I, I don't understand it. But I mean, maybe I've always been modest because when I was a kid, I found this little outfit that it was among my baby clothes, and I said, went up to my mom and I said, Mom, was I was I born in that ABC outfit? Like I thought Aww. I was I was born in clothes, and then she That's just so she just cute. said. I know, right? But then she said, no, and started laughing. But she didn't explain that I was born in no clothes. So then I went back to the closet and started trying to figure out what it was. I was like, well, it wasn't the ABC outfit. And I started to think it was this pink satin outfit. <laughs> when did you find out? <laughs> I don't remember finding out, but I do remember thinking that for quite some time. But, um, oh, but just today, I was talking to somebody, and they were telling me, like, they were at the gym, and... Uh, the, there's the communal hairdryer in the in the gym locker room. And this woman like mm -hmm. uh, dried under her arms and then drived her twat. Like she just sprayed no. her twat. Yes. <laughs> Did you say sprayed or splayed? I said I, I may have said a combination of those words. So, <laughs> Both are fantastic. Both are fantastic and relevant. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, but just oh all the fucking gym locker room nudity scene. It's just this whole just oh. I don't know what's going on. It's like people just wanna hang out naked. Do you know what I mean? They're naked in ways I bet they aren't even naked at home. You know what I mean? Just <laughs> one time I went in there, this David woman was says. sitting there like reading a book, like with her tits out. Why the fuck are you at the gym locker room reading a book with your fucking tits out? You're just in and out, you're supposed to shower, dress, leave. Get the fuck out of here. What was just, she reading? I don't know. I just want to know what it was. It's fucking people and just all this hanging out and chatting with nudity. I just, I don't understand it. I don't even shower oh. there. I go home and shower. Seriously, ridiculous. David this... said that um, once in the gym locker room, he saw an old man shaving completely naked with one foot up on the sink. <gasps> David's like, it's wall-to-wall -wall scrotum in there. He's like, yeah, you do yeah. not want to see. No. Greg hates it, too. Just all the cocks just out. The strutting and the... It's a sick, sick <sighs> scene. The fucking gym nudity. Um... So my best friend growing up, her name was Rhonda, and we would go st um, spend the night at her grandmother's sometimes, and her grandmother was super awesome, grandmother was super country, and her grandmother <laughs> would get out of the bathtub and dry off with the door open, and we'd like be playing in the hall or in the living room, it was a small house, so you had a clear shot, what she would do would take the towel and rub it between her legs in a flossing motion with one arm in front of her and one arm back, like, see like a seesaw. <laughs> That's horrifying. 
And Ron and I would be like, ah, why is she doing that for this? And to this day, it's like the funniest thing anybody can do <laughs> to me. <laughs> so gross. Okay. <clears throat> can't top that one, but I will try to go out on this exciting news story. This is the headline. Man exposes genitals, flips cartwheels. <laughs> Are you ready? This I am in ready. I embraced it. Monroe, ready. North Carolina. <laughs> Monroe police are searching for a man who is knocking on doors and exposing his genitals. According to the police report, the suspect knocked on the victim's door while exposing his genitals. The victim didn't open the door, but watched as the man ran across the street. He ran across the street, stood on the corner of Walters and Harvard Streets for a moment, then cut cartwheels, and as he departed towards Memory Lane. <laughs> <laughs> he sure is in everybody's Memory Lane forever now. Wow. I like that Memory Lane was part of it. I he know. cut cartwheels. Wow. That's like that San Francisco crazy guy. Did you see that acrobat that was in the bot station a few months ago? No. Oh my god, it's terrifying. This guy's completely out of his really? mind and he's an and he's an acrobat and he's doing all kinds of flips and handstands no and cartwheels and crazy shit and he's completely naked and he's like <gasps> lunging at women and like terrifying oh. them and yeah, he's oh out of god. control. And yeah, but it turned out he is like an actual professional acrobat, street performer guy. So, um and uh Yeah, he's my friends uh, Yeah, I think he was fucked up on something, but my friend's sister and her mother, um uh, we actually went down to the bot station like right off, like, right as the police got there. Like they just missed the commotion. So rats. <laughs> yeah, I know. Oh my gosh, that's like the worst luck. But it was really scary. Like when he's lunging at the women. That's horrible. <laughs> oh, that's that part's scary. I like it's all, all the on rest, YouTube. Though. It's fantastical and all. Yeah. <laughs> I know what I'm doing after we hang up. <laughs> so I guess that about wraps things up. Thank you so much for listening, and thank you for every single thing that you buy on Amazon that you go to dongtini.com first, and then you click through to buy your shit on Amazon. Thank you so much for doing that, because you're helping keep us on the airwaves. Yes. So, um, also, call the dong line, 323-301-DONG. Dong is in wiener. Say whatever you want, and we might play it, if you're eloquent, or if you leave any kind of voicemail at all, because we just really like them. So, until next time, bye, Simone. Bye, Stephanie. Bye. 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 <laughs> ne me laisse pas l'aimer. Pourtant, c'est lui que tu veux. C'est pas l'aimer. Et tu m'oublies peu à peu. Laisse pas l'aimer. Je sais qu'un jour viendra. Tu tomberas dans ses bras. Ne me laisse pas l'aimer. Il est déjà trop tard Ne me laisse pas l'aimer Mais tu l'aimes déjà Ne me laisse pas l'aimer Un jour, il fera mouche Tu tomberas sur sa bouche Tu ne peux pas résister Quand il vient te parler Je vois tes yeux Qui s'accrochent à ses yeux Non, tu ne peux pas résister Ne me laisse pas l'aimer Il ne faut